0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? You kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world. I'm your co-host, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. But of course, y'all already knew that. And y'all know when y'all pulling up to the porch, I can't pull up without my dog.
0: Yes, sir. It's your boy D-Nail, a.k.a. D-Nice, a.k.a. Big Smitty. And where we at again, Bolo?
1: Hey, you know we on the porch. So grab you a drink. hmm Sit tight. Cause this is the porch. Let's get it.
0: Live in a
1: dream. I'm on the road, I'm with the team. I got a show, rolling up green. Nigga get pulled, jump on the stage. Crazy I go. Shot to the top, of was raising them
2: lows. Patiently working attacking my goals. Come to my section, I'm making a toes. This for the
0: game, this for the bro. This for the one that was hey, bro. I'm excited about this one. I'm exci- on
1: excited. I've been waiting all week for this one, bro. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Special but, but, guest. Told y'all. Hey, I'm I told y'all. I told y'all, hey, give me and your boy Smitty some time. We're going to do some work. We're going to do some networking. We're going to get who we need to get on the show for y'all. That, all right? that,
0: they ain't believe us, though. They, they ain't want to I'll believe, believe they us. they believe us, man. So, that, man, that, that's without further ado, man. We got one of the funniest guys in, in the world right now, in my opinion. One of the funniest guys in the internet. <laughs> my guy, LA Native. My guy, Savvy, man. How you doing, brother? Welcome man, to the force. All good, What's my up, man Polo. My man, Darnell, I'm hanging with Craig and D.D. Craig and D.D. on
2: the porch, baby, with Pops. Hoo! Man, kicking it with my guys. What's going on, fellas? I appreciate the invite to pull up to the porch, baby.
1: Absolutely, yes, brother. Good That's, to see you.
0: Pleasure to have you on, man. Like, we, we were talking before we hopped on, and started recording, bro. it's been like two years since the you know, pandemic. I ain't seen you. I was know. Man. Hey,
2: bro, look, it, it's so crazy, uh uh Bolo Darnell, how fast things could change, man. Because I was literally to the point to where I felt like I was on my way, man. I literally walked away from my day <laughs> job, like I was getting ready to be Kevin Hart, man. I was like, Man, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting booked for everything, I'm on cartoons, I'm on stages, Whew. and all hell broke loose soon as 2020 hit, man. So that was that was the last time you saw me was one of the last times I did comedy. I was like, Jesus, dude.
0: Crazy. That's been, a it's minute, been, it's bro.
2: been crazy, man. But, you know, like me and everybody else uh out there, that's entrepreneurs and man, we just been finessing and hustling our way Not through true. it, bro. God willing, uh, us three here talking today,
0: man. So I'm just trying to keep it funny and hustling, man. we well, doing Not you're true. doing a damn good job, man. You, you know, I've been following you, shoot, before I even knew it, before I came to L.A., before Fox, before I even before you knew who I was. I've been following you, man, just to see your growth, see your yeah. followers grow up, see everything. It's like it's. Yo, it's definitely inspirational and, bro for real so. and that's
2: and that's big of you too man because you was one of the, you was one of the first the first that actually pulled up on me from the grand man uh um an uh, individual that has celebrity status that actually pulled up on me you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yo, that was that was super dope of you man because you know we we in an era um and i think that the league we playing in is a copycat league once they see one person co and everybody else do so right. you was like that first falling domino, man. Then I got everybody from there. So it was a dope thing, man. The support is it's the same energy for y'all, man. Now, now sure. that I'm hip to y'all podcast, I'm pulling up and I'm finna have all my people's watch it too, man, because that support go two ways.
1: Hey, absolutely. And I was telling Darnell um, about bit last week. I mean, see that you're a West Coast guy. I'm a Midwest guy. You know what I mean? So it's my always to build that bridge. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. my Air Force (laughs) One. We got Chicago, Indianapolis and L.A. all in the same thing. So, man, let's let's jump straight into it. And before we get to the the meats and bones of of this (laughs) podcast with the interview, we got to start with some sports, man. And Bolo, it was a crazy weekend across all sports, college, NFL. Um, I'm going to start off here man, with the NFL. You know, I'm a coach fan. everyone listening. knows I'm an Indianapolis coach fan. And yeah. First half, we were balling out playing against the beautiful, Bucks, playing against the reigning Super Bowl champions. I'm feeling good, I'm talking, shit. I'm feeling confident. Mm-hmm. Then the second half comes, and it's so yep. it was like the tale of two, it was a whole nother ball game, man. The Butts, mm-hmm. I think, outscored us like 24 to 7 in the second half. Carson Wentz throwing picks, we yeah. dropping balls on a punt return. I'm like, what the hell happened? What's going on, man? Me and Bolo in the last mm-hmm. episode, Savvy, we made our Super Bowl predictions, and it was a bold mm-hmm. prediction. But we both agree that we think the way the Indianapolis coach had been looking the last few weeks, yeah. they want to sneak into the playoffs and possibly make a run to the Super Bowl and then we lose we lose a game that was right in their hands. It's like it's like it's crazy, man.
2: Yeah, man. It was it was it was a crazy thing to watch, man. I think I think Went started reminiscing about him being an eagle again for a second and forgot oh, no. that he was in a whole new situation, man. And uh like you said, bro, <laughs> When you're going against Tom Brady, you literally got to put them boys' lights out. Away. You cannot leave them boys no room to do nothing. And mm-hmm. when you do, you know, it's, it's – I mean, it's a league, bro, to where when you're playing against Brady, it goes down to who's going to make the least amount of stakes, um, mistakes. And in that mm-hmm. situation, that's what Carson Wentz did, and it caused the coach to L, man. It, it was hurtful, man. I was pulling for y'all, bro. I really was.
1: Man, it's, hurt. it's crazy because – I'm, see, I'm, I'm, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. So let me just throw that out there. But me yes, living in Indianapolis, though, um, I have adopted some true blue. You know what I mean? Some, <laughs> some principles, some coach principles. But um, yeah, man, I think, I think the downfall to, to the coats, and which has always been the downfall, um, since Peyton Manning left is a quarterback. Um, yes, sir. I think a lot of people play Identity. across all phases pretty good, but then the big mistakes really come from who's under the. So. It
2: Come from the QB, man. And like, and like, like I said, bro, identity, you know, uh, Peyton Manning leaves. Then there's hope with Andrew Luck. He decides to walk away from the game. Then you pull in Phillip Rivers. Then after Rivers, you're like, OK, what do we do now? And then Carson mm-hmm. Wentz coming. So like you said,
0: it lives and dies by that man that's under the center every time. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it, it was the tougher, man. I'm still hurt, but I'm still pulling for my coach, man. I said this last episode as well, like this season in general, it's like you got all these NFL teams. Like every time you think a team is about to like, you know, uh, a CN to be like the team to beat, it seemed like the very next week they lose. You know, yeah. so it's like it's been a weird, a real weird, but also interesting season to where it's like it's so much parody. We don't know what's going to happen. Um,
2: yeah, man, a, you just don't.
0: Another game that stood out, you know, the uh, Ravens and Browns, man. It was a sloppy game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, who's one of my favorite players through four, through four picks, but still got the yep. W the Ravens still. keep finding a way to win, even despite, you know, mistakes Big and mistakes. injuries and like Bolo, like what, like, what do you think? Like what is what's your take about that game?
1: I think it's important though, for people to understand, um, how good Lamar Jackson really is. I think a lot sure. of people, especially us fans or people from the outside looking in, we really pinpoint and focus on like the mistakes. Right. Um, specifically behind a quarterback. Um, Right. So obviously, you know, we gave Wentz a hard time, you know, Phillip Rivers a hard time, but quarterback is hard in, in the NFL. And I think ultimately, you know, like you said, savvy, you know, you got to live and die, you know, and when it, when it matters most, yep, you know, too. you got quarterbacks, you know, that's going to make that play, even though they made a few mistakes, they right. really going to make, make the yeah. plays when it, when it's time to make the play. Right. So um, Absolutely. That's what it comes down to. Um, I think that's when it all that what it always came down to when it came to you know some of those Ravens' big wins, you know, throughout the season is you know, underneath that center. So
2: yeah, um, and and mental mental toughness, man. You know, um, you gotta have that mental toughness, bro. mm -hmm. Um, Lamar Jackson. I mean, most people you throw four picks, you kind of like, okay, let's hang it up, let's try again next Sunday, you Mm -hmm. know. But Hey, man, for that dude to have that short-term memory come back out there and get the W, it is very, very hard very to hard. get wins in the NFL. That is just not an easy thing to do. Yep. You know, so to be able to pull off that win as ugly as it was, you know, it just says a lot about the game play and the character of Lamar Jackson, man. And mm-hmm. that man did it without he, – maybe he got a phone call from Ray Lewis or something before the game. Man. <laughs> it don't matter, baby. It don't matter. When you get out there and you throw four picks, you still go back down there and you get that W. No matter how you got to get it, it's hard to get wins in this league. <laughs> you, you you know what I'm saying, Bolo? You feel me, Donnell? You got to go out there and get that W no matter how you get it. And that's exactly what that man did. And that's what happened, <laughs> man. Hey, Ray Lewis to do it spoken for you. To, hey, spoken from a true legend. Spoken from a true legend, boy. Like I said, man, he'll he'd do it for you. Ray Lewis. Can't summons a of then nobody can, brother. Hey,
0: I know that's right. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. You can't get it out of Ray. It ain't it ain't coming. You got my heart over here beating fast, right? No, I'm, I'm ready to run, a to wall run out the wall right, front right of now. You know what I mean? <laughs> that See, the jer- that pump. See the jersey behind me. I might have to put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> put that jersey back on. You and Bolo, get off that porch and go play some football out there, man. Let's go. I got
1: you, Ray. Oh, I got you, Ray. <laughs> Man. Oh my goodness, man!
0: Speaking of football, though, outside of the NFL, Bolo. Last week, um, this weekend, you was at the Ohio State Michigan game. If I'm not mistaken, talk yes. to me about that experience, yes. bro. At the um, big house,
1: I've never been before. And, yeah, and I'm gonna just be, I'm gonna be completely candid. You know what I'm saying? I, be real. I play, I played, I played in, play in the MAC, MAC conference, right? It's the D1, the Division One school, right? Um Playing front, State. you know what I'm saying? Play for and played in front of Oklahoma, played in front of Clemson, some bigger, bigger fans, right? A big, bigger crowds. But I tell you, going into the big house, I'm talking about the big house. I'm talking about when I was there, it was 111,000, all right, in attendance. So I'm, I'm getting in there. We literally in a 120,000 you know person stadium. We shoulder to shoulder in there. Great. And Michigan, my Michigan fans. All right, I appreciate y'all for watching the porch. But y'all fans are the worst ever. Okay, what was that, I, almost young, had to, I had bro. I almost had to punch a, a Michigan fan. <laughs> Just because they're sore winners, bro. So, I don't know if y'all seen the pitch on ESPN and when everybody flooded the field, right? Mm -hmm. So, we had a little section down there where O-State fans sat, and they literally were climbing over people, bro, stepping on people to get on the field. I'm like, chill, like, go around, you know? And they they, doing it intentionally because it's, you know, an O-State section, and, Mm -hmm. bro, it's crazy, bro. Sore winners, man. But and in their defense, the in Michigan. their
0: defense, they ain't beat Ohio State since two thousand, about ten like, years. I think it was. It might have been a little, even a little long. It's been a minute since they beat Ohio State, so you gotta think them boys is hype. Yeah, they them was Rams ready, are bro. Hype.
1: They was ready. They, bro, they were flicking. The, they were flicking off the the bus <laughs> until they left the parking lot. Like that's how like into it the Michigan fans were. So that's. a that's shout a, out to Michigan, though. Shout
0: out. It to was Michigan. a hell of a game. Hell of a game, man. I know I was tuned in on the TV, man. I felt like I was in the environment watching the game, man. And just from like, I'm a neutral fan. Like I like Ohio State. I like Michigan. I just like good football. So from a neutral fan standpoint, oftentimes I find myself cheering for the underdog. So true. Ohio State fans don't get mad, but I was kind of cheering for Harbaugh and Michigan because it's like, damn, man, at some point. Stall them out, Debo. Like let yeah. let Michigan get the dub one time, and let let Harbaugh get the win. So I was happy that they finally got it. And um, speaking of them, I mean Michigan's ranked what number? I think two. number two right now in the current college football rankings. You got Georgia number one. Obviously, those are the big dolls, undefeated. Michigan number two, Cincinnati number Still three, and then you got Bama. Bama at four. Um, what was surprising to me right now, and I know we still got to wait for the conference championship games, but Oklahoma State is at five and now they got damn Notre the Dame at six. So it's like, damn, they didn't move. Notre Dame has gotten punished, I think, because Brian Kelly left.
1: Seriously. And also, also, I was also making the argument that, bro, they lost to Cincinnati. So how can <laughs> how can we put a team above a team that's undefeated and then they also beat that team? It wouldn't be fair. Right. You know what I mean? That's true. So, I mean, I don't know if they, they're thinking like that or the real reason was Brian Kelly, but I think that would have been fucked up if they would have moved them in front of Cincinnati, though.
0: Nah, well, 100%. Like, right now, like, a lot of people are still kind of on the fence when it comes to Cincinnati saying, like, like, are they really that good because of the conference they play in? Right. But they're undefeated. And it's like, at the end of the day, you know, you control what you can control. And they they beat everybody on their schedule, in, including Notre Dame, like you said, which is a huge win. Um, so now it's gonna come down to the conference championship games. You got the sec championship, and with Georgia and Bama, that can get mm-hmm. interesting. Um, uh, you know, Michigan is playing what uh, I- Iowa, right? Iowa, yep, yep. Iowa, Michigan. And, and don't Indy. sleep, I Iowa, will mess around, mess around and they beat sicker. Michigan, just like and, and, you know. And I think Bama could possibly beat Georgia, but Georgia's in a good spot, even if they lose, they're in. There's no, no way, yeah, they'll drop. There's yeah. no way Georgia gets out, they're undefeated. If they lose one game, they'll go down to three or four. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, which,
1: which I which I hate because, say say Georgia does lose, mm-hmm. obviously Bama will move up. Georgia will still stay in it, and then they'll end up playing again, probably. Right, right?
0: that's true. That's true. But it, it just it just is what it is, though. Like it wouldn't be fair for Georgia to w- lose one game. They've cre- they're clearly the best team in the country right now, and just take them out. But what's yeah, interesting true. though, bro, is if Bama loses, and then let's say Iowa upsets Michigan, just hypothetically. But Iowa, I think Iowa was sixteen. No, yeah, no, I was not getting in. I'm just saying okay. if Iowa beats Michigan, right? Yeah, and let's say Georgia beats Alabama. What could what could happen? Alabama would have two L's, which means they're out. They're not gonna be in the playoffs. If they get if they lose again, they're out. If Iowa upsets Michigan, Michigan got two L's. They're out. What do you who you think gets in? Notre Dame doesn't have a conference championship because they play like an in independent, or whatever. So like, does Notre Dame sneak in? Is Oklahoma State like? it can get real spicy bro depending on how these conference championship games go
1: it's a it's a lot of variables um definitely definitely is but let's be real um i think michigan 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 will win yeah. michigan will win the only game i'm on the fence about honestly is the bama georgia game um uh, because bama just been a little spotty lately you know mm-hmm. what i mean you know obviously the texas AM and m loss um you know them struggling to teams and you know their mentality to me is is shifted just a little bit I don't know if it's the players but usually they like you know it's kind of like that cut cut the head off cut them at cut them at the neck right right right. so So Bama's way destroying so you really don't see that that culture in Bama they still winning games but um you know I'm not surprised that they if they take an L but to answer your question though I think um I think they really want Notre Dame to be in it I think Notre Dame is like that premier school that they always want to put in that position. Um, yeah. So I definitely think Notre Dame, if anything, will, will jump, jump in that uh top four.
0: Yeah, man. Well, we'll see after this weekend, man, like, a lot, lot of big games, a lot of conference championship games. So we'll definitely, you know, touch back on this, you know, on the next episode, but let's transition from sports to our, what's going on in the, in the culture segment. So I don't know if you Ooh. guys saw it, uh, savvy Bolo, but I follow the shade room. Like a lot of people do. Yeah. And um, they put up a post. It was a picture. It said, um, which one of these GOATs snapped harder on the artist they brought They brought us? So it was Lil Wayne or Jay-Z? Lil Wayne, we know, brought Drake and right. Nicki Minaj. Jay-Z brought, brought us Ye and Rihanna. Right. I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan. I'm biased as hell. To me, he's the GOAT. He's my favorite rapper of all yeah. time. So, and then, I mean, Drake is Drake. Right. Nicki's arguably the queen of one of the best, in hip hop of all time. So like for right. me, I, you know, all respect to Jay Z. Yay. Rihanna to me. I think look, I think little Wayne wins his hands down, but I want to know what, what do y'all think, man? Am I tripping? Same energy, man. Um, whole lot of respect for Jay Z.
2: Uh, right. Uh, Rihanna is absolutely huge, but when a legend brings two legends to the table, you give the world, Nicki Hodge after the little Kim era, after the Foxy Brown era, Mm -hmm. and like you say arguably the queen right now you know as far as a female rappers you know top of the throne uh cardi b creeping up on her but still you know top of the throne brought in by and then drake i mean come on who who needs the introduction for drake (laughs) you know what i mean you know so i mean that 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 right there i don't i just don't believe you could top that man that's just like me bringing in michael jackson and beyonce i mean it's
0: you you just can't talk <laughs> Look, Sarah, you know? we, we on the same page. But listen, my, my guy Bolo's a huge Kanye fan. I, right. think, I, I think it's your favorite artist, if I'm not mistaken, from Chicago. Right. So right. let me let me hear what you're gonna say, Bolo, because I already know you got something in your mind that's gonna be a little different than what we think.
1: Word. So just think, all right. <laughs> if this woman gives birth, all right, to this human being, all right, that human being is jay-z all right okay jay-z has an offspring okay his name is kanye right. All right. kanye has a sister his name is rihanna who wouldn't want them as their kids i'm just I, trying to i, hey, I, 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 I don't want him trying to tell y'all hold on <laughs> kanye <laughs> revolutionized a period of hip-hop okay yeah. i understand yeah. drake has done a lot, and he is pretty much the popular kid in school. I think Drake mm-hmm. is the popular kid, and that's why I think he gets a lot of points. He right. does make good music, but he also is the popular kid. All right? I think a lot of people see Kanye as an outcast, so sometimes that does play into their, you know, positioning in certain scenarios of, you know, who's who's better and who's not, right? So right. Um, I will argue and say Kanye is better, okay, okay. than Drake all right now with rihanna and nicki minaj talk to me now um, talk to yeah. me that's when they get a, that's when the, the waters get a little murky because yeah. i mean nicki minaj she she is she is goaded but rihanna is goaded too in her own way um yeah i'm a motherfucking
0: master come on now <laughs> Nicki that had umbrella. the hardest verse in that song under my umbrella ella that was, ella, hard. That was yeah. hard that was hard that was hard I
1: don't do that. Hey, that who's one...
2: gonna run this town tonight?
1: On, <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. tell y'all, but Rihanna got I, some I get, shit.
0: I, I ain't gonna lie, she got some yeah, shit. She now. do, bro. <laughs>
1: she do. That'll be a battle. She, do. Bitch she call, better have my money. A little, <laughs> little battle. I'm telling you.
0: But Nikki go crazy. Nick, Nick especially prom. Nikki when Nikki was just really. Nikki got bars, bro. Don't 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 do Nikki
1: cold. Thing. Nikki definitely cold with it, yeah. but Rihanna just coming a whole different way though. Like they two different people though. So and so
2: cool. they probably do that too. Like down downplay Ye a little bit, you know, because of the past few years, he yep. kind of switched his swagger up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, as far as like he went the um the Christian route, yep. and you know, a lot of people that's where they're gonna start having differs when it comes to the music choice. But that mm-hmm. dude is still one of the greatest of all time.
1: Come on, oh, man, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I just, and I just always just date back to his old catalog, like you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, kind of his old school, like, you know, it's just timeless music. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, that's that, that's that's facts, bro. That's
0: fair. that's fact. And, and even you know, I know they had they beef, and it looks like they squashed it now. Uh, Drake and Kanye, but even Drake they had a wo- concert coming up, exactly. Which man, is great. Did y'all
1: see them tickets, man. How much them tickets 7k, are? bro?
0: 7k, man, man those tickets better. Shit, they better give me wings or something like You <laughs> yeah, know what I, I'm saying? I, man, I,
1: better fly. I need,
2: fly I need, need lifetime
1: supply of wings.
2: For God 7K. Me, bro, 7k a ticket. I'm, I mean, is Jesus coming? No, for real. I'm, I'm like, man,
0: I don't know if I could pay 70, 70 100 for G. No, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm playing. I'm playing. You know, I'm playing. <laughs> but that's a lot for a ticket, boy. That's man. a lot,
2: man. That's a lot. We, like, we talk, we talking about mortgage for
0: like three months. Boy, Nah, that's right that up. Up. but I'm glad that, that they're back, man. And what I was saying was even throughout all the beef or whatever, Drake would always admit that he looked up to Kanye, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? In terms of his style and all that. So like I give, I give Kanye all the props in the world. It's very debatable between the two. I like, you know, Drake better just from the, my personal style stuff that I like, but if someone says Kanye is better than Drake, like I'm not gonna argue, like yeah, I, you I wouldn't be it.
2: you wouldn't argue with him because like, at that point it's just it's just an opinion, you know. Yeah,
0: like,
1: true. But you know I do saying? think
0: I do think Nikki is got the slight edge on, and I love I love Rihanna. Like I, I argue for Rihanna, but I think Nikki got the slight edge in terms of just overall catalog, overall just longevity and being at mm. the top. Like, you gotta think Nikki yeah. was like the top for like 10 years, straight. Until yeah. like recently, now Megan The Stallion,
1: Cardi yeah, B, yeah, yeah, she, she got a little, she got a little now.
0: competition now, right?
1: Yeah, right. But so I don't know, I don't know the exact, the exact fact on this, but mm-hmm. could we say that it's also because Nicki Minaj just put out more music than Rihanna? Yeah, well, no, for, could for be sure. that
0: too. She's got yeah. more music. Rihanna, she got a Billy. She, she out yeah. there selling that lingerie and, and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's hell. what I'm saying.
1: Like she on some, she like in the whole different kind of like. Jeez, Category dude. atmosphere, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I'm so, yeah. Nah, it's definitely a Match, fun debate, bro. though. It's it's a fun debate to have, man. Yeah, that's-,
2: that's a very fun debate, man. We could go back and forth about that one all day. I wish people yeah, could yeah. chime in because I I really
0: wish y'all could see the opinions on that one because that's 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 a hard one. Yeah, that man. is a hard one. We're gonna drop this on social, man. Make sure y'all y'all respond in the comments. Let us know what side y'all on, man. Little Wayne, Jay Z, who brought us the who brought us the best artist, man. But. Let's jump into the interview, Savvy. We got you on, man. Like, like we said before, man, we got to give you your flowers, man. We huge fans of of what you do. You bring mm-hmm. laughter to, in households. You bring days where I'm upset, man. I'll be scrolling, I see a video impersonation, and it made me smile. Now I'm feeling better, bro. So, like, mm-hmm. let's talk about just your journey and, and and how you got started. So, just from the jump, talk about your upbringing. I know you, you, you know, you're from LA. Um, just talk about your upbringing and kind of what got you into comedy in the first place.
2: Facts, man, and I want to tell uh, both of y'all, man. I appreciate the flowers too, bro. Because usually you don't get them until you already a hashtag, you know, Absolutely. until it, until it's, yep. until it's RIP. Then you all over the blog sites and all they want to show you love when you're gone. So yep. when I can see them from my guys, you know, while I'm still here, it, it's th- that's big. So I will yep. just first off, I want to say that. But yeah, sure. man, um, born and raised in uh, Los Angeles, man, East South Central. I came up, um. My upbringing, you know, raised by my mom's. Nice. Uh, I went to um, 61st Street Elementary School. Uh, from there, I went to John Muir. Um, from John Muir, I went to manual arts for about uh, a semester or so. Then, um, obviously, anybody from L.A., we know about how, you know, the gangs are, man. You know, gangs was a, a massive problem, you know, in in the, in the 90s, you know. And mm-hmm. so what my mom did to try to changed my course. Mm-hmm. She found out that there was a busing program out to the Valley. You know, at that moment it was, there were busing children from South central, um, to give them a higher education in the Valley. So from manual arts, my 10th grade semester, uh, I was bused out to El Camino real and Woodland Hills. Gotcha. And, um, I ended up graduating from there, man. And, um, from there, just like a regular, uh, a young teenager, man, didn't know really what I wanted to do. Uh, got a job, um was working on my job for a few you know a few years man and then all of a sudden decided that I wanted to do something with this comedy thing and it was it was really from the I think the the crack of social media Instagram Facebook and before that it was MySpace mm-hmm. but I always wanted to do comedy make people laugh I like creating content doing voiceovers making cartoons things of that nature and I just didn't know how to you know, channel it. And I didn't know how to display it. I didn't know how to start doing comedy. I didn't know. So social media gave me a platform, bro. And when I start putting this content on social media, never would I thought that it would have turned into a career or I would have been able to monetize it or know the people I know and be some of the places I've been. So I just start putting that comedy and that talent on social media, man, start meeting guys like you guys and from pro athletes to rappers to movie producers. And here I am today, man. A little, D, a little D-list celebrity off acting a fool on the
0: internet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crazy, man. That's, nah, that's I, beautiful, love man. I love it, man. I love it, man. I got a yeah, quick, quick follow-up, Bolo, on that. So I love it, man. You know, you got a story where, you know, you just was... You had a dream and you just went after it and you took advantage and, and, and leveraged social media. So, But even before that, so, like, how, like I guess when did you really start with that? Like, were you doing comedy, like at family events, Were you just the guy at work, just cracking jokes? Who was your, like, what was the inspiration to you even doing comedy anyway? Yeah, man. Well, I've always been, been funny, mm-hmm. you know, every, every family event,
2: every holiday, you know, family couldn't wait till I got there because the laughs came. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing in high school, class clown, man. So many people mm-hmm. are, I'm getting kicked out the classroom for acting a fool, mm-hmm. you know, Um, at work. You know I, I remember man um at work I used to impersonate the supervisor so well to the point, point to whatever you like hey man hey you heard what that dude said and come to find out it wasn't even him you know it was me on the phone <laughs> acting the fool. so oh, shit. I remember one time man I never forget this the dude name was I think his name my supervisor name was Stanley sharp and I used to be a, a laundry worker man for the uh the county of Los Angeles and I remember dude told me one day he was like hey man no knock on what you're doing, but I re- I really feel like you talented enough, like you should be doing something else. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not telling you what to do with your life. I'm not telling you to do with your career, but you really need to do something else, bro. And I start thinking like, you know, that was looming in my head. And I was like, you know something, man, I, I don't want to be that guy. I remember uh, Gary V. man, the motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. He said, the worst thing you could do is have regret. He said, go visit a convalescent home. Look at the 80 and 90 year olds and ask them, what they regret, you know, they have a lot of regrets. So I said, you know what? I have a platform now on this internet to display mm. my talent. I don't really need to go out and knock at the door of these comedy clubs and beg people to perform. I can literally display my talent on the internet and yeah. see what happens. And um, it took a while, man, because uh was trying. I've only been doing stand-up comedy for three years, mm. but within that three years, bro, I've done a whole lot, man, from, from cartoons to working with Snoop Dogg to, you know, um, having my content on the herd, um, you know, Fox Sports. is It's just been a crazy, crazy journey. And seeing the the, the success unfold right before my very eyes is, is surreal, man. You know, it's surreal. But that, that's how I started, bro, just acting a fool uh, at family events, acting a fool at work and said, hey, what if – I can make everybody laugh. Like I make my family laugh. Cause that's the test. Yeah, You know, right. if anybody can make somebody they know laugh, but if you can make 300 and some thousand strangers laugh, you got something. Right. And so I just yeah. threw it out there, man, to see if I could hit pay dirt and I didn't scored a couple of touchdowns, man, you know?
1: Absolutely. So I got a couple of questions for you, uh, savvy. So, kind of take me back uh, a little bit. So you kind of talked about kind of some of your success stories, right? You, you know, met Snoop, you know, he was on a herd, you know, you kind of in a, in a bunch of different directions. Um, you know, you've grown a following. Um, I think i seen on there, you got about 345,000 followers, right? Um, and we, and we live in this world, right? Where everything is just being monitored, watched. And, you know, this is, you know, that bread and butter for people. Um, I guess at what point did you start to get that strong following? Like, was it like a um, crazy viral moment was it a, a video that that kind of launched you off to you know starting starting to get that strong following? Yes, sir. Um, there there were several things what I
2: would do. See, you what what I do is I create parodies over any kind of content that's trending because I mm-hmm. know people are always looking for trending content. Mm-hmm. So right. it started out I would create these little uh, cartoons about pop culture the Kardashians you know uh at the time when I started doing that content I think Kylie was dating Tyga and I would do all these videos you know making parodies about any news that would hit Mm -hmm. but I had two viral moments that I just took off uh the very first viral moment was Kanye West had started going on these crazy rants right Mm -hmm. and everybody was speaking against him and he came out to support, you know, he was supporting, he was supporting Trump, etc., etc. And so I did a video because I think Snoop came out to speak against what he didn't agree with what Kanye was doing. So I did a video with just Kanye's face, no visual of me, no nothing, just audio. And I burnt TMZ on the cover to pull in people's attention. And I was talking crazy. I'm like, you know what, Snoop, let me tell you something, fam. Like, yo, bro, you. I will build a wall around the LBC, bro. Like, I will tell my guy Donald Trump to put all y'all from Long Beach in prison. Because I'm a god, fam. And I sent it to Snoop. And he was like, wait, wait, hold up. He was like, yo, cuz, he really say that, cuz? And I'm like, no, no. I said, that's me acting a fool. So he posted it. And everybody thought it was real. Like, it it went absolutely viral bro it was all in that the blog sites were taking it there were hip-hop sites reposting it it even got so bad to where Snoop's cousin Dash threatened Kanye and TMZ you know was saying like well the Crips have put a hit out on Kanye West and rapper Dash Dillinger you know and I was getting some blowback like people was in my DM like yo bro you you got Kanye in trouble you need to fix that you know mm-hmm. so it was a crazy funny viral moment that got cleared up and that got me a whole lot of followers like when they found out it was me that did it uh-huh. it got me a whole lot of followers so that that was the first moment the second moment was i collaborated with comedian michael blackson shout out to michael blackson mm-hmm. he showed me a lot of love man i was doing kanye west audios and parodies for him he's reposting it a lot of followers came from that uh Oh. The blog site baller alert was reposting the shade room showed me love a uh, world star hip hop a couple of times. So that was one viral moment. The second viral moment that actually absolutely put me in a whole nother niche is I did a video of Lonzo ball. Mm. It was my first NBA videos. Like I, I ventured off of pop culture for a second and I went sports and I did a Lonzo ball voiceover because, you know, he couldn't shoot that well when he first came into the league.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And, man, I did that video, bro, and I think World Star grabbed it. I think NBA memes grabbed it, and they tagged me. And after that, bro, it was over. I think after that, Marcellus Wally gave me a shout-out, like, yo, y'all got to check out this guy, Savvy and Musing. This dude is hilarious. And from there, I mean, it just started building. You know, I got to get on Fox Fox Sports, the Odd Couple, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it, it from there, bro, like, everything else is history. And so from that moment, I just started doing sports slash pop culture parodies. And, and the people have been loving it. It's only been going up from
1: there. Absolutely. So you're doing a lot of different things. Right. Um, you know, from, you know, the parodies and um, seeing you on some podcasts. Right. Um, you know, you got the, the Muppets. Uh, you got just a lot of different things you do, I guess. What do you enjoy most? Is it stand up or, you know, where, where kind of does that passion come from? Uh, you know, what do you kind of enjoy doing the most? I think I enjoy voiceover
2: and parodies the most. Um, I'm a, I'm an innovative person. I really like cartoons too, man. I I love to see something created with my voice on it, man. I love to sit back and watch something that someone drew an idea that come out of that came from their head, and they're using my voice to do the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I like that. up mm-hmm. comedy. I have a love for it, but um it's a very difficult trade, you know, um, it's been times where I would go into one room and I would absolutely kill it. Have people clutching their ribs laughing. Then I'll go into another room and people are kind of like, ah, eh, eh. so it's like, right. it, it's, 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 it's a, uh, I'm a Jack of, of, of all trades,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I haven't mastered one yet except for my voiceovers. So I believe I'm more comfortable and more, uh, it's more, satisfying for me to do the voiceovers and create video content other than doing stand-up comedy so that, that's my first love man i just i enjoy
0: doing these voiceovers and creating content that's a good mm-hmm. point you make though too about the stand-up, because it's like it just depends on your audience you know what i'm saying like it you, really you, does you can perform the same like bit to one group they crack it yeah. up the same thing in this group and they don't like it It's nothing yeah. against you you did a yeah. great job but it, it just you gotta like yeah, know your audience. That's tough. Yeah,
2: it's no, it's no knock on me, but like you said, another thing too, man. See, I don't have the clout that I have in the stand-up world than I do on the internet. Right. Now, yeah. if I was, if I was to the point to where I would sell a show where everybody came to see me, mm-hmm. obviously I'd kill it. But when you're stepping into a world where most people, because I believe most people that actually go watch stand-up comedy are probably in between the age thirty-five and fifty-five. The youngsters mm-hmm. are on this Internet, as we know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people, 35 through 55, don't really know me like that. So they may not even give me that same respect that they would give right. a Mike Epps or a Cat Williams or a Kevin Hart because they don't know me yet. And sometimes it's, it's all about you just getting to know, like you mentioned, knowing your audience and appealing yeah. to your audience. You know, so it's, it's a very tough trade stand up, man. But I feel like I
0: flourish more with this video content. Got you. Now that's definitely a good point there uh, for sure, man. So you, you just mentioned that your favorite thing to do is the, is the voiceover. So let me let me ask you, what, what's your favorite voiceover to do? Because I mean, I gotta like I say, I've been following you for a minute. You kill damn near every voiceover you do. What's like your top two? If you had, if you had to, you know, break it my, down. My top two, you know, it's cra- crazy because I don't get to use these
2: voices that often because I really have uh, ventured towards. A more of a sports niche mm, you know right. because the people absolutely love that stuff man so i tend to cater to what the people love but i love to do kanye west is number one okay. and bernie mac as number oh, two like, those, 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 those are on, like my, my two favorite ones <laughs> man like i said i don't get to use them that often because of my niche but mm-hmm. those two right there, man, I absolutely love doing those voices. You, bro.
0: some of them, boy. When you be saying that, bro, with Bernie Mac, you be, you sound Bernie. just like Bernie. That was like one of my favorite of me. Rip to the legend.
2: Yeah, rip to Dope. the legend, man. Um, that was one of my favorites too, man. Um, and so I, I just love the I love to do him anytime something is relevant enough for me to use it. I'm, I'm using it, man. Every time.
1: I love Damn, it. Yeah. So so speaking of comedians, I know you threw in Mike Epps, Kevin Hart, you know, um, Bernie Mac. I guess who 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 would be your your top comedians? You know, who who do you consider Ooh. uh your your goats and who you draw inspiration from? Yeah, man. Um, coming up early
2: on, I uh I loved, you know, Martin Lawrence was my guy, man. I remember him hosting Def Comedy Jam mm-hmm, and me just yeah. watching that dude. Man, Martin Lawrence, he's got to be coming in number one for me. Uh number two would have to be, I would say, uh, Bernie Mac. Number three for me, Robin Harris. Mm. Uh, number four would be Eddie Murphy. And number five, man, it's... Tough one. <laughs> that, that Number five is tough because there's a few people that deserve that spot because I, like, I love Kevin Hart. I love Mike Epps. And I love Cat Williams. Mm-hmm. But if you force me to choose, it would probably be Cat Williams coming in that fifth spot.
0: Ooh. Pimp Chronicles, man, when it was one of the best. I feel like stand ups of all. I was a young, I was a youngin' watching that, watching that online. But yeah. Prime, yeah, mean, man. Cat's still funny as hell. But like, yeah, he when it was man. really pushing him from a media standpoint, oh my God. Yeah.
2: That was, yeah, yeah. Wild. And, and, and yeah. I think, I think that's, when I, that's when I caught on the cat when they really start pushing him. Yeah. You know, uh, he had the crown for a good window. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I I just I just felt more relatable to a lot of the stuff that bro was talking about. There's no knock on anybody I didn't mention. Mm-hmm. All these dudes are um are, are great out there, man. And it's hard to compartmentalize greatness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But mm-hmm.
0: if you made me choose, that would be the five I would roll with, you know? Facts. That's a strong five, that. man. You know, I'm I'm from Indianapolis, I'm a little biased, you know, I, i love mike epps just because the way he the way he acts it's almost like he's not even doing like he's just being himself he just just that's what (laughs) makes that's what makes him so funny yeah like it feels real like like this is he just being him he ain't acting nothing yeah Yeah, he just talking (laughs) to you like
2: man you you, man you you and jones man y'all why y'all didn't have me on the mother flipping podcast show Y'all know y'all could have put me on there. Y'all saw me on Friday. Now you can't put me on the damn podcast. Sit on the porch. Shit.
0: You got Sammy on the podcast.
1: My <laughs> dog
2: cold with it. Man, that's one. That's he's one of my favorites, too, man. Shout out to Mike Epps, bro. Nah, for sure,
0: man. For sure.
1: So, so I gotta ask. I gotta ask. So, uh-oh,
0: uh-oh.
1: how did you or, or when did you get to a point where you can that, that you knew that you can? Form your voice to be different people like did, was it an accident like how did that come about
2: man i believe i believe it was an accident because i don't man i don't know if everyone does this so you, you guys would have to let me know let's take for example if you if you guys are having a conversation about let's say your, your cousin reggie right if you're talking about something that reggie did do you actually change your voice or you keep it the
0: same is is that natural for y'all to do no, that? No,
1: I damn near be changing my yeah, voice too. You, you
0: do change it. Okay. when you explain the story, you're like, Man, he came in, yo. in his, his ass, ass. We all do
1: that. Like, <laughs> Okay, yeah. see,
0: I wanted to make sure that it wasn't just me no, that did fact, that.
1: That's funny as fuck think Cause, about because yeah. I'll be
2: talking about like, Yeah, man, I ran into Keisha last week and she gonna tell me. Well, you didn't put the shoes back on. So so everybody yeah. does that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. At least, at least well, in the
0: black community, at least. I at least, at least us. in the black community, <laughs> we do one. that. We got to
2: change the voice up when we're talking about somebody else. So that's really when it started, bro, because I would be explaining certain situations in my family or I'd be explaining certain situations at work. I'd say like, yeah, well, uh, you, you, you didn't turn in your homework last week and that's why you got an F on your assignment. And then the homies would be like, damn, man, you sound just like Mr. Reed, bro. You know, and I do that in my family. One of my uncles, I'm like, man, you sound just like oldest, bro. How you do? So I'm saying like, you know what? I can do this a little bit, bro. Like, let me Go let ahead. me start seeing if I could pick up on the celebrities. And I start doing a few of them. I'm like, you know what, bro? I could do this, you know? And, and that's <laughs> I kind of figured it out, bro, probably when I was in maybe the eighth grade that I can impersonate people. And I just started and I hate that I had to wait 30, 39 years before I figured it out because I probably would have hit, you know, hit my, my success a long time ago, but I I just discovered that I could do this on a professional level four years ago, bro. But yeah, I discovered it like in the eighth grade that I could do that, that I could impersonate people. And it was by accident because I wasn't trying to do anything special with it. I was just, changing our voice like we do and a lot of people start saying man you sound just like bro
0: when you do that so i was like "Man, i might have something here with this man damn i love that i love you, that that's you, a you crazy just taking story. your natural gift like you wouldn't like you say you weren't even thinking about this wasn't that's even how, that's how you know it. bro it's meant to be like i ain't trying to get all deep sometimes on the porch we get deep but it's like yeah you just took a natural gift that you know god bless you with you wasn't even thinking about this you just being you yeah and 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 fast you. forwarded down the road man and now this Ain't is your off. career. You making money, living life, doing what you love, bro. That's the that's what the you man, that's the dream, bro. So and, and never never it. thought never thought that I could have, bro. Like who who
2: knew that you could actually make a living for yourself, just doing what you naturally do with your friends and family every single day. So, that's why I said so, I d- I wish I would have figured this out a long time ago. I wouldn't have to struggle so hard,
0: mm-hmm. you know. But but, you know, hey, everything happens for a reason, though. Sometimes absolutely. you gotta go through some shit to, to reach oh, yeah. that, that next level. Otherwise, absolutely. maybe you wouldn't appreciate the same way. Or
2: yeah, you're right, so. Character, yep,
1: absolutely. You're right, bro. Everything.
2: You're right. No, no, like you say, like, like in the words of the uh, of the late great nip, man, there's no L's in life, only lessons. So I, I learned mm. mine. Lessons. And so I'm 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 in that lane just trying to just trying to keep it working, bro. Yeah, it.
1: it's how you can do, man. That's how you can do.
0: Facts. So Bolo, uh, I know you had another question. Cause if not, I'm about to hop into these quick hitters. I got a couple I wanted to ask him.
1: I think I'm good, man. I um, yeah, I'm good, brother. I'm you sure? Good, yeah, yeah, I'm positive. I'm positive. I think I'm good. Bolo,
2: like I'm juice, man. I got it out. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> he, hey, Bolo, like he didn't answer to all mine, bro. I'm done.
1: Yeah, I think I'm. I think, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm good, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm good. So now we're gonna move to our, our more of our quick hitter segments here. So one of the questions you already asked your top five comedians. So. You're from L.A., West Coast. Who's your top five West Coast rappers of all time? Mm. I'm putting pressure on you. Oh, yeah. You putting pressure on your boy,
2: man. Yeah, yeah. Top five. West Coast. West Coast rappers of all time. Bay Area, okay. could be LA, whatever. Yep. Okay. Okay. So it could be just, it could be California, period. Yeah, yeah, Any West Coast. Yeah. Just West Coast. Just West Coast. Yep. Okay. Number one, Tupac Shakur. hmm Number two, Snoop Dogg.
0: B-O-double. Uh, number three, hmm.
2: Number three, I say we gotta throw we gotta throw E40 in there. Oh, we got mm-hmm. to we gotta throw 40 in at number three.
0: The West Coast, not to cut you off, they love E40. Like, I'm they love, I they love here, 40 out here, bro. 40 water, they love yeah.
2: 40 out here, 40 water. Uh, yeah, another, another, uh, another West Coast artist that I love, man. Uh, the game. The mm. game is a, is is a is a dope lyricist, man. Um, you know he should be getting more glory than he getting, man. But you got to give it to the game.
0: Yeah, he be and
2: uh, coming in that fifth spot, K Dot Kendrick Lamar. Ooh,
0: that's a strong fizz.
2: That's 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 the five I'm rolling it. with, bro. Got to throw Kendrick in there. I feel like you,
1: you got to
0: throw Kendrick in there, <laughs> man. How that's- can you not? Be he be spin. Sometimes he be spinning so so yeah. high level. I don't even know what he talking about yet. I, I I gotta go Google. That's what, what I'm he, saying. What he, what let, go, listen, let me go
1: listen to that again.
0: Yeah, to get on his level. You I'm know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, boy. you got you
2: literally gotta run it back. Like what did he bro just say, man.
1: You then, you like, then you like. Then you put it together. Then after you put it together, he said, then this and. Dude. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you start, you start
0: like man. That dude killed it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to k That's a strong five right there, man. Strong that, five. West-West, man. That's what we rolling with. West Coast, Ooh, man. Wee. I love it. So this next one's going to be the toughest question that we probably asked you all podcast long. Yes, sir. You born and raised in L.A. In-N-Out or fat burger? Talk to me right now. Mm.
2: Talk yeah, that's to a me. Real, that's that, 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 oh, my
0: God, bro. Why do that to me? I have to do it. Of um, Porsche want to know. Jeez, bro. In and out. The line I'm a, always I'm a, long. I'm a, you get that double I'm a, double. You get it, you get animal animal style big, on the fries. Big bro, uh, big bro, I'm rolling, I'm rolling with I'm rolling with in and out, man. Oh I
2: got man. I gotta I gotta go with in and out, man. I think one of the reasons too, man, because I had in and out more, like a lot of the fat burgers, like you literally put your life on the line to have it, like they're always in dangerous areas. Like <laughs>
1: that's like, what makes it you more literally
2: Oh, Always, you literally gotta have Ohio. on your bulletproof vest before you go get your burger. They got one on Manchester and Crenshaw. The other one was in the jungle. Just like, man, I, I got to literally have on a whole army fatigue helmet to go in there and get me a burger. You know, I'm risking so, my life
0: with this double you know,
2: cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm risking my life with this cheeseburger, man. You know, That's so funny. part of the reason is like I had it. <laughs> I had in and out more, bro. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll in and out, man. Nothing against fat burger, man. But they show sure put them in some very uh uh, uh life-threatening communities,
1: man. <laughs> what's what go- have fat burger man?
2: Yeah,
0: I no, I'm more of an in-and-out guy, but fat burger's good though, for sure. Like, so for real? I, I yeah, down it's for- it's flight, it's flight. You're gonna yeah. spend about $25 on a hamburger, but it's the it's, it's it's good, bro. It's, it's definitely bro. good. What's your go to order at, at, at In and Out? I want to make sure I'm doing my thing right. You know, I'm still kind of fresh in LA, so I want to know. You, you know what, man? I'm not I'm not a cheese guy. Ooh, okay, mm. okay. I'm not
2: a cheese guy, so I usually I think it's the number three. It's it's the uh, it's the double. Mm. Okay, double no it's cheese. It's the double, yeah, with the grilled onions, grilled no onions. cheese. the tomato. Okay. You know, the fries, I don't get them animal-style or not, because I'm a real... It's weird. Like, now I'm giving you some of my down, funny habits. I, I I don't... I'm not a sloppy eater. Like, I don't... I, okay. I, I don't mm-hmm. want a possibility of something staining my fresh white tea right. or all over my okay. fingers, you know what I'm saying? So, so I don't you, get them animal-style. Huh? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, the ketchup was a little bit easier. You know, you just... Mm, like little, little mean, you, okay. going about <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It. But... <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you can you can still drive with it you know
1: okay okay but yeah. animal
2: style you know what i'm saying that's all over your shirt all over yeah, your beard You know how what I'm say.
1: saying? that's how i get down say you get messy <laughs> you, know, like, I like, you I like just squeeze messy the
2: boil on your beard you know you don't you don't want you don't want to be dealing with that you know so man i get that i get that double burger with the grilled onion man the fries the ketchup and a medium coke what you say man like, that's that's my go-to order Get that strawberry shake next time. Yes, get that sir.
0: strawberry
1: shake next time, bro. And you got Gotta to get a
0: shake. Stra- oh, the mm-hmm.
2: strawberry, the strawberry shake. Oh, my God, man. Don't bring back to me. You know,
0: I'm going to end up going tomorrow, man. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna be, I'm going tomorrow That's because true. of you. It's, it's it's because of you. My fault. My fault. I'm supposed to be in the year on, on some healthy type shit. And I'm trying to, yeah, trying to work. I was supposed to, too. I was supposed to, too. I'm, I'm really still calling it said. pandemic weight, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still I'm still I'm still again.
2: blaming it on the pandemic. I'm gonna keep blaming it on the pandemic until it's over. Blame
0: it on the pandemic, yeah.
2: Blame so it on man. the pandemic, baby. If you fail, just blame it, blame it, on, it on, on the, on the pandemic.
0: pandemic, yeah. Man, yeah. So uh all right, last thing here. So me and Bolo, we love ending the show off on like a more of a fun game. So this is just something we, we put together like off the top of the head, man. So we're gonna call this the, the, the savvy impersonation game. So I'm gonna list just Random scenarios, right? And you respond in that player's voice. So I got, well, I got, we got with four, four people here. So yep, the okay. first one, tell so you're Reggie Miller, ordering food at Roscoe's. Tell okay. me how, how's Reggie? How's Reggie going to approach that? Okay, could you ask me?
2: Ask me. Um, you know, can you? How, how can I take your order or something to that nature? Buhlo, B-
1: set it off. Ask me. Okay. Um, hey, good morning. How can I take your order? Are you kidding me? I mean, you already know
2: if I'm in Roscoe's, what do most black people eat? They want the number nine, the Obama special. We want the waffle with the three wings and we want that sunrise lemonade. Oh, my golly, Wally. I mean, you have to bring it out here. I want some extra butter because I'm in shape. My cholesterol is fine. So I want an ice cream scoop of butter on my waffle, and I'm gonna eat that, and that's what she'll be having too.
1: <laughs> you gotta be
2: kidding me. That's exactly what
0: I want. Sounds good, Reggie. <laughs> on the way. Hey, that oh my golly wallie number nine, huh? Yeah, no, that number nine. That's the Obama. I was special. about to say,
1: is that the is that the is that the go to? We, we, we all get that. Bro. We all get that. Okay, that's okay. the go
2: to. The number nine. The three wings with the waffle. Obama special.
1: Obama special. I got to get out there, man.
0: Yeah, Dude. we taking him, bro. When he come out here, D, we got to take him. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's gonna gotcha. that happen. We pulling up. Okay, so next one, next one. Magic Johnson is in is in an argument right now with some guys. So okay. he, he calls his people up for a backup. So he's on the phone explaining the situation, calling for backup. How does this conversation go with Magic Johnson?
2: Okay, hello. Is this James Worthy? Okay, look, James, I need you to get Kareem and Michael Cooper. Scott, <laughs> I'm down here at this auto place and they want some beef. Now, the thing about it is I, I can really call some heavy hitters because I'm a billionaire. I own the Dodgers. But what I want to do is I just want to come down here and I want to beat their ass Showtime style, baby. So I need you <laughs> to pull up. You got to pull up and you might have to bring the heat because they're a little bit younger. The heat is on no way. way. Yeah, baby. Let's oh, go. Let's, yeah. let's whoop their ass Showtime style. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> he said the heat is on the way yes, oh heat is on the way. he said yeah, call rain."
1: <laughs> he gonna call
0: all the retired right. ladies <laughs> walk in with
1: that's funny <laughs> and, candy candy <laughs> and <I. laughs> that's funny as fuck we got
0: two more so alright next one Uh so LeBron is at the barbershop he thinks he's next but someone cuts in front of him and takes the chair right. How is LeBron talking to this person?
2: Hey man, look, you didn't see me standing right here. How can you not? I'm like, I'm like six, six foot nine, six ten. I'm standing right here waiting to get my hair cut, man. I'm LeBron James. Man, you, you hey man, check this out. You saw how I had that fan thrown out the last game? I'll have your ass thrown out this barbershop. <laughs> the hell wrong with you, man. Hey, hey, look, get this dude up out of here. Him right there. Right there in that <laughs> chair. Get him up out of here, man. You want to know why? Because I'm LeBron, LeBron
1: James. James. <laughs> I'm LeBron James. Get him up out of there.
0: <laughs> hey, bro, Sam, I've always wanted to ask you, why, why do you always repeat that I'm LeBron? Bro, that's the funniest shit in the world. You let them know every, I'm LeBron it's James. So crazy cause, bro, because
2: I I don't even know why, but people, it's, it, it, came, it became a catchphrase. Um... Since I've been doing these videos, I, I think I'm, I slipped up once, mm-hmm. and I did not say I'm LeBron James. And I had about forty comments like, "I was waiting for the I'm LeBron James," and I never heard it. I'm like, "Is this that important to y'all? Damn, yes. I'm really keep doing yes. it.
0: It's very important, savvy. So it's, it's just, just be, hilarious,
2: it, bro. It became the punchline of the video. You know, I haven't met LeBron James yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have some very good sources that told me he's definitely seen my videos and he definitely he definitely thinks they're funny. But I really want to meet bro one day and see if he can just look at me and say, I'm LeBron James. I mean, I'm going, the <laughs> day that happens, I'm going to fall out on the flow, kicking like a toddler laughing, man. I, I can't wait. I'm hey, gonna
1: manifest. Oh it. God. That's yeah, going to happen. sometimes.
0: see Brian might see this clip right, right here now. on the porch. He Back. might see listen to the fortune and just see it and then pull it. Hey, you on never he.
2: know, man. Y'all hey, y'all brothers are very well connected, man. So sometimes as a creator, mm-hmm. other than that paycheck, man, acknowledgement is a huge thing. Ooh. It is huge.
1: That's a gem. And man, sir. if
2: I ever get that acknowledgement from the king, man, hey man, that 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 just would be that that'd be real big. You could just scratch that off my bucket list if it ever happened.
0: Yes, sir. I already know, man. It's, it's gonna happen. We're gonna speak into existence. Yes, sir. We're gonna put it in, put that energy in the in the universe, bro.
1: 100 yes, percent
0: sir. Last one for you. Last one. So Thanksgiving just passed. So this is Stephen A. Smith saying the prayer for the family before the Thanksgiving meal. All right, here we go.
1: All right, everybody. I need everybody up in here to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I'm going to pray over this dinner. <laughs>
2: <Dear> Heavenly Father, <laughs> we are sitting here today and we are eating this Thanksgiving turkey. Now, one thing about this turkey, is preposterous because Anna May cooked this turkey. She's the one that bought this turkey last year. I mean, it's just preposterous while Uncle Fred would allow her to cook it again. So I need you to bless this turkey for this family. Because whoever made the turkey along with the mac and cheese needs to stay off the
0: weed.
2: (laughs) Amen. Let's eat this turkey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh shit. man, that was hilarious, bro. Oh my
1: goodness, man!
0: <laughs> man, hilarious, I, I, I'm with Turkey, bro. Tell you again, bro. Man, we, we man. appreciate you putting up to the porch, man. You, you
1: absolutely, you bro. Doing
0: your thing. Can't nobody do it like you, man, in, in this space. So you keep going, man. doing your thing. You ever need anything from me in any way I can help? You know, I'm here, man. We definitely got to link up at some point soon and just, bro. Y'all already it, helping man. me, man. You,
2: bro, by putting put me on this podcast is huge man like mm-hmm. i said bro i have i have not reached i'm only chipping the iceberg on what mm-hmm. i feel i'm flirting with the career that i want so badly yeah. so it's still a pleasure and an honor To be acknowledged by you guys and put on this, put on the podcast show because it just gave me another platform for who don't know me
1: to get familiar, bro.
2: So just like y'all saying it's dope for me to be on here it's it's dope that y'all invited me on here, man. So it's the same energy both ways, bro.
1: Absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure. Obviously, this is my first run-in with you, man, and it's all love. I appreciate the energy. And like you said, man, one of the biggest things that I just took away from what you just said. Uh, earlier was that acknowledgement um that's that's that's, that's sometimes that's money that's bigger than anything to just be acknowledged by not only you know your peers but just other people man it's that's, a, that's a, sometimes that
0: was, you never know that one little acknowledgement leads to you know what i'm saying some. it's huge, huge. so
2: it, 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 it's it's huge y'all it's huge because it's happened for me several times you know it's just like and i try to put good energy out there too man mm-hmm. you know um So far, like everybody that I ran into to recognize me, man, was just like, you you just see smiles on their faces. They shaking hands. They happy. A lot of people, of course, not everybody. Obviously, we'll never be able to please everybody. But people enjoy the content that I put Mm -hmm. out there, bro. Yeah. So, you know, you guys just like I said, putting it on display and that credit and that acknowledgement is absolutely huge, man. And and, and it's an honor to be on here rocking with y'all on the porch,
1: man. Absolutely, yes, sir. So go ahead and go ahead and tell the people, you know, um, yeah, how, they they can be, find you. how we get connected with you. You know, yeah. how that Midwest family kid, you know, get. Yes, sir. The West Coast.
2: Yes, sir. No doubt about it, man. Uh, your boy Savvy Amusing is on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook under the same name, Savvy Amusing. Um, look your boy up, man. I'm on there. Uh, putting out pop culture content. I'm putting out sports content. It's funny. It's hilarious. It makes your day better. We're in an era of uh, of everybody's dealing with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. I I feel like comedy is, is, is the perfect pill for mental health. So pull up on your boy at Savvy Amusing on all social media platforms and rock with your boy and let him know you saw me on that porch. You feel me?
1: Yes, Gang. Sir. Hey, and as always, hey, go ahead, like, share, subscribe, show us love. D Porch Podcast, underscore is our IG. Kick the link in the bio. Mm-hmm. Savvy, it was a pleasure, my brother. Peace, blessings, and love to you. It's your boy, Bolo. We cocking out, and you know we kicking it on the porch. <laughs> the porch. Yes, sir. Oh, He's
2: out! <laughs>
1: I, been. I got money, they ain't like they like me Foreign women, expensive and pricing. Doing things I ain't seen and it's shocking Yeah, they love me, they like how I'm rocking Showing love since the day that I got it Yeah, yeah. Every day finding ways to make profit
2: Yeah, yeah. In the booth for street court making hot shit Yeah, I drop it. Play my shit in the club, got a watch it. While the niggas be looking and plotting They step in the game and they catching some rock <laughs>